Welcome to the Vineyard Boise Sunday Message Podcast. You can join us live on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and vineyardboise.org slash live. Subscribe to our message podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And if you'd like to support Vineyard Boise, you can give online at vineyardboise.org slash give. Today's message is brought to you by Pastor Trevor Estes. Enjoy. Good morning. Well, uh, Merry Christmas. A little bit early, um, but the season's right. And as you can tell, um, if you didn't already know, this morning's a little bit different. Uh, we're, we're, of course, we are in our Christmas series in terms of our, our Sunday gathering. Uh, and we're, in a way, we're pausing that series. That series, we're calling it Good News of Great Joy. And we've been looking through the mothers of Jesus. We're pausing that, uh, that series today for a special program from our children's ministry. Uh, and yet, it's not really a pause because it's still good news of great joy, which is our, our theme for this whole season. So uh, I just have a couple of announcements, and then we're going to invite our little angels up. Uh, and so a couple of things. First of all, uh, I, I need to let you know that next Sunday... Uh, our schedule is going to be different than normal. So Christmas Eve actually falls on a Sunday this year, uh, which means that um, we're going to do our Christmas Eve services in the morning rather than the evening. We do share our, our campus with another church that does, meets in the evenings. But we're going to do our Christmas Eve service in the morning at both 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock. Uh, we're going to do a, a, a candlelit service in here. We'll be receiving communion together. It'll be a family service. It'll be a, a little bit brief. Uh, it's going to be about an hour. So we'll do some worship carols, communion, uh, candlelight, brief message, uh, just celebrating the, the, the whole meaning of Christmas. Uh, but it's going to be at both 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. So if you come at 10 o'clock, here's what you'll find. We're going to be doing a reception out in Heritage Hall. Uh, for everybody. So if you're at nine o'clock, you stay for the reception at 10 o'clock. If you're coming to the 11 o'clock service, you come early at 10 o'clock. And we're going to have a reception out in Heritage Hall. We're going to have a photo station for uh, people to take uh, photos by the fireplace. And you bring your own camera. We'll have the photographer. Uh, you bring your uh, household in appropriate Christmas clothing. All right, but we're going to have a reception. We're going to have uh, we're going to have uh, refreshments out there, and we just want to make time for us to get together. The nice thing about us doing Christmas Eve services in the morning is we don't have the same pressure to just get out of here. Oftentimes, when we gather on Christmas Eve, people have stuff they got to get to, and we're going to have a little more space. So we wanted to embrace that by just having a family reception out in Heritage Hall next Sunday. So again, so yeah, you can clap for that if you want. So again. Uh, services are 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. The following Sunday will be New Year's Eve Sunday. It'll be New Year's Eve day, be the 31st, and we'll have normal service that day at 10 a.m. And we'll be uh, looking at um, just a message appropriate for bringing in the new year, closing out one year and bringing in the new year. So there you go. So with that said, uh, I just want to take a moment to receive our morning offering. Uh, if you... Uh, would like to give here on campus in person, physically. Uh, there's poles across the middle of the room with uh, offering envelopes and offering boxes. You can put something there uh, at any point um, now or 
you know, during worship, before you leave, whatever. Uh, additionally, we have a QR code that'll take you to our online giving, and we have our mailing address there. Uh, however you choose to give, we just appreciate your faithfulness. And as you're considering maybe year-end giving, uh, you have two Sundays left to do that. And so we uh, just encourage you to, uh, we'd ask you to prayerfully consider making the church part of your year-end giving. So with that said, I'm going to invite our children's pastor, uh, Jackie, to come. If you would welcome Jackie. And uh, Jackie's very excited to be doing this. Um, and she has provided us a lovely environment. So Jackie. And thank you guys for all coming today to see these angels. So one thing, I've actually been the kids pastor now for almost a year. I cannot even believe it. Um, uh, when I took over the kids ministry, the three things that God put on my heart, and those of you who serve in kids, shout out to you, I love you. But those of you who, who serve in kids, you know that the things that we focus on in kids ministry are we wanna teach our kids how to worship, we wanna teach our kids how to pray, and we wanna teach our kids how to hear the voice of God. So we are going to jump right in on the great news of, the good news of great joy that you guys have been hearing about. Because what is better at Christmas time than angels, right? So our kids have been praying for you. At all of our rehearsals, we start by I talked to them about what does it mean to, to be an angel at Christmas time? What kind of news did the angels bring to people at Christmas? So one thing we've been praying through as a kids ministry is I know a lot of you might not be having the best Christmas this, this season. There might be some of you who you could use some great news. You could use some good news. You could use some some a touch from the Lord this morning. So our prayer for you is that even though, I mean, look at them, aren't they so cute? <laughs> even though they may not be real angels, we pray and our hearts are for you that for the next hour that you could connect with the Lord in such a profound way and that he would give you some good news this morning. So without further ado, I present to you Angels Aware.
wise man, I need to tell you that this Christmas story is one you've never heard before. That's because we're going to step back in time. Time before shepherds and wise men, before the manger, even before my visit to Mary. We're going to step back all the way when the angels found out about the birth of Jesus. After all, that's when Christmas really began. to do is introduce you to the main characters in this little history lesson. First, there's Michael. He's the Archangel. Now there's only one Archangel in heaven. And in case you haven't guessed, that means it's pretty important. In fact, next to God, he's kind of the head honcho around here. Thank you all for coming today. I have a very important announcement to make. Next, there's Sarah. She's the head of Seraphims. And a bit of a know-it-all, I'm afraid. Splendid, Sarah. You also need to know who Cherry is. She's the head of the cherubims. And a real angel. Michael, we're so glad you included us. Well, of course you're included. I'm all the angels here. Next, there's good old Harold. He's in charge of the Harold angels. Or should I say the Harold angels are in charge of Harold? Harold, I'm glad your delegation could be here. Thanks, Michael. Why did he say he called us here? He has an important announcement to make. Oh, that's right. Glad to be here. And last but not least, there's Moses and Isaiah. They have the delegation of the major and the minor prophets. It's a beautiful day for me, isn't it, Michael? Too many claps to me. Yes, Isaiah, it is a beautiful day for a meeting. Still say there's too many clouds. <laughs> well, it looks like Michael's right house why I've been called, so I better scoot and give this horn a toot.
this. I spent 40 years in the boonies with those self-centered wildness wanderers. Oh yes, I remember. Your problems, as I recall, you and the children of Israel never did see, never did see eye to eye. Very funny, but you're right. It was bad news. How bad was it? It was so bad that the Lord had to come down to earth just to get all the attention.
man's were perfect, but man wasn't. You better believe it, believe it. After all the trouble that the Lord went to to show men how to live close to him, but they kept on worshiping other gods, making graven images, and taking, taking the Lord's name in vain. Calm down. Everyone knows what a bad sign he had. It's Spanish for all his prophets. How bad was it? It was so bad, I had to constantly be telling the people God had a plan. You see, that's the good news. God has always had a plan. Maybe that's what Michael's leading up to now. Well, Isaiah, you were always an optimist. Of course I was. I still am. Because I've got something to be optimistic about. And if all you angels will help me out, I'll tell you what I told my people all those years. How to live close to him, you, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel, but they didn't listen either. You would have to remind us. Okay, Moses, even though we were the major leaguers, we struck out too.
as you can see, God used Moses and the major prophets and the minor prophets to tell people how to live close to him. But none of them succeed, and things have gotten so bad. How bad are they? Cut that out. Now it's saying things have gotten so bad that God has decided to put into action. The plan is centuries. Announcement like this demands a fanfare. Gabriel. decide to go to Earth. What? That's true. But God hasn't lived on Earth since creation. Yes, but that's before there's any eye trouble. That's right. Don't you remember? Everything was beautiful on Earth. Man felt so close to God. God walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the evening. There's no sin, no death, just peace and happiness. <sighs> then that old stinker, Lucifer. <laughs> He to be just as powerful as God, so of course God had no choice but to kick him and his whole wrong crew out of heaven. Yeah! And it's been fine here ever since. Of course they have, but that wasn't that blues for. Boo! Since he went to Earth, things have gone from good to bad to worse. Sure, but everyone knows the devil's gonna get it in the end. Yeah! Of course he will, but in the meantime, God has got find a way to be close to man again. We understand that, Michael. But does he actually have to go down to Earth and live among them? Yeah, why would he want to do that? Yeah, why, why, why? I know, I know, I know. It does.
does make sense to us, but there's a very good reason why God would make such a great sacrifice. Why? Because God loves man. Of course. God loves everyone. Wait a minute. I can see how God loves us. We're perfect angels. But how can he love a people who are so, so, well, let's face it, so sinful? Like I said, it does make sense to us. But the fact is, God loves people not for what they are, but for what they can be. Well, all I can say is, that must be the best kind of love there is. gonna be? What will he go as? Well, you're not going to believe this, but it's so excited. I forgot to act. Wait just a minute. I'll be right back. Just imagine all the ways God could go to earth. Yeah, God's got the power to do anything. I wonder how he'll go. Well, it's certain you can never predict exactly what God has in mind, but it wouldn't hurt to try. Yeah. 
What's he gonna be? What will he go as? Will he be a wealthy king? Will he be a mighty warrior? Will he be a famous musician? No, 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 nothing like that. Then how? God's going to this a baby. A baby? Well, there's nothing very special about a baby. Yeah, why would he want to go as a baby? He has very good reason, you see. For centuries, God's been trying to accomplish something he has had since creation. And the only way he can do it is to become a baby. Savior, make a man. 
close and already, and he hasn't even been born yet. That's just how he planned it. God knew that if he went to Earth as someone important in the world's eyes, a lot of people would feel they could never approach him, never be close to him. Then a baby is a wonderful idea. Michael, what will his name be? That's the best part. His name will be Jesus. It means Savior, because he'll save his people from dying in their sins. In that case, everybody will want to come to him. No, I'm afraid everyone won't come to him. But why? Well, it's that old eye trouble again. Some people have it so bad they're blind. The fact that being close to Jesus is the best place to be. Is there any cure for them? There certainly is. All they have to do is take their eyes off themselves and look to Jesus. I guess you're right all along. God does have a plan. Yes, Moses. And isn't it a beautiful plan? Just think, we get to celebrate his birth with the angels, all of, all of us prophets, part of the heavenly house, praising God and singing.
Christmas message we can share For now the angels are aware Angels aware You can keep clapping. Weren't they amazing? Come on, let's give them one more hand. So good. <laughs> so good. I'm never going to forget the names of the minor prophets now. And I don't think the kids are ever going to forget the Ten Commandments now, so that's awesome. <laughs> Didn't Jackie and her team just do an excellent job? Can we give them a hand? <laughs> Pastor Jackie and her team are doing an excellent job discipling kids. They are teaching our kids week in and week out and um, teaching and training them and everything. And just so you know, they're gonna stay in here with us for just a couple, we just are gonna go for like a couple more minutes. Is that all right? I'm not gonna keep you long. You can keep your lunch plans. It's gonna be fine. Um, Crock-pot's okay. But uh, I wanna actually remind you, because if not, then they're gonna um, yell at me afterwards, but you need to pick up your children. They're not gonna come to you, just FYI. So you need to pick them up when we're done. Don't do it now.
They're not ready. They have to take their halo off and stuff. But please pick up your kids right over here in the square that's taped on the floor that they've been threatened within an inch of their life to stay in. <laughs> I, I absolutely love today. And, and what I love today is the message that the good news is God has a plan. The good news is God has a plan. There's a lot of terrible news today. There's a lot of terrible news today. It seems like every day the news just kind of ratchets up and gets worse, right? There's a lot of bad news. The good news is God has a plan. God has always had a plan. And God's plan has always been to send his only son into our world as a helpless baby that's always been his plan, to live, to die, to rise again from the grave, and to save us from that grave through himself. That's always been his plan. Even his name, Jesus, we heard it today, even his name, Jesus, means Savior. He came to save us from our sin, from our shame, from ourselves. In the play just now, the angels shared that all they have to do is take their eyes off of themselves and look to Jesus. Did you hear that? They said, all they have to do is take their eyes off of themselves and look to Jesus. And when I heard that, it reminded me of this C.S. Lewis quote where he said, look for yourself and you'll find loneliness and despair. But look for Jesus Christ and you'll find him and everything else. All they have to do is take their eyes off of themselves and look to him. Today, I just want to give you an opportunity to take your eyes off of yourself for just a second and look to him. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but will live forever. This is a season of believing. It's a season of believing. That's why kids love it, right? It's not just the gifts. Kids love the idea that there's something to believe in. I love that. We want to believe in the magic of Christmas, right? You see it in every commercial. You see it on every billboard, the magic of Christmas. We want to believe in something. Our, our hearts long to believe in something more. God designed it this way. You were designed this way to believe. This is called faith. What we celebrate at Christmas time is that Jesus was sent to save us all. And all we have to do is believe. As it says in the New Testament book of Acts chapter 16, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Believe. We heard an absolutely beautiful telling of the story of Jesus this morning. But why would God do all of this? Well, not all of this, but all, what, all of this. Why would God do it all? Why, why the story? Why the drama? Why the baby? Why the angels? Why would he do all of this? Why? Because he loves you. Because he loves you. We heard it just a moment ago in that song. What love the Father has for us. It actually says, the Bible says, oh, what love the Father 
has lavished on us that we could be called the children of God. And that is what we are. Why would God do all of this? Because he loves you and I so much and he just wants to be close to you. He just wants to be close to you. To have a friendship with you. God wants to be close to you. The Bible says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. All of history, all of creation points to the moment that Jesus came to earth to save humanity from our sin, from our shame, from ourselves. And today, it all points to this moment where he wants to start a relationship with you. Maybe it's been a long time. Maybe you've never been to church before. If so, welcome. He wants to come and join the story of your life today. And you might be sitting there saying, hey, you don't know me. I'm the worst of the worst. That's okay. Jesus came for you. Or maybe you're sitting there today saying, you know what, I'm not that bad. I don't really need anything. He came for you. There's brand new life in Christ for you today, no matter who you are, what you've done, where, you're came, where you came from, what your last name is. It doesn't matter. Jesus Christ came for you. God is all about drawing near to us, into our world, coming into our world, coming into our life. So can we, can we just, let's, let's stand up this morning. We're, we're wrapping up. Just stand right where you are. We just heard a beautiful telling of the story of Jesus entering our world. And what I want to say today is this beautiful story today could be the story of Jesus coming into your world. And maybe it's been a long time we specifically, our, our, our ministry team as they were preparing this morning, felt that there were some people here today that you're coming back to Jesus today. And even today, this story, Jesus coming into our world, you're saying, hey, I, I'm coming back to him today. That's awesome, I wanna pray for you. Because today you can start a relationship with Jesus Christ for the first time or you can restart a relationship with Jesus Christ that you've had before. He's here. And as I read earlier, the Bible says, when we draw near to him, he comes close to us. He's right there. Today, there, no matter how far you feel from God today, there's no separation between him and you if you turn to him. And like the kids sang today, take your eyes off of yourself and put them on Jesus Christ. All it takes is believing. All it takes is believing. So right now, let's just close our eyes all over this building. This Christmas season is about believing. Believing in Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, who came into this world as a baby to be held, to be loved, to be cared for, to be close. 
He didn't come as a politician, as a general, as a leader. He came as a baby so you and I could feel close. So today, right now, he wants to be close to you. And if today you're saying, I want to start a relationship with Jesus Christ today, we wanna pray for you. So if that's you, you say, hey, I wanna start a relationship with Jesus Christ today. I wanna believe in Jesus today. Would you just lift up one hand right where you stand? All eyes are closed. It's just you before God today, in this beautiful season of believing. Just lift up one hand right now where you are. Yeah. Okay. Now, as we stand here today, you're saying, hey, I wanna to return to God today. I recognize as I hear this story today, it's time for me to come back home, to come back to Jesus, to come back to God. Come Holy Spirit and reveal Jesus in this place right now. He wants to be close to you. And it doesn't matter how far you've run, how far you've gone, He's here this morning to meet with you. And all history has pointed to the moment that Jesus entered the world for you and I. And He wants to connect with you today. Today's the day. If that's you today and you say, I wanna, I, I need a relationship with Jesus Christ again in my life. I'm coming back to him. Would you just raise up one hand? We wanna pray for you. Yeah. All over this room, just raise up your hand if that's you today. So Lord, right now, God, I pray for each one. Father, in this season of believing, that we would feel your presence like never before. Lord, our world seems like such a mess. The answers don't seem clear. Would you come today into every heart, into every life and meet with us? There's some in here this morning that you're just, you're desperate for God. You're hopeless in your life and you need him and you'd say, I just need, I just need him. I'm desperate. The Bible says he's near to the brokenhearted. He's close to those who suffer and mourn. If you're struggling this morning, he wants to draw, draw right up close to you and hold your heart today. He's holding your heart. For some, this season isn't easy, it's a struggle. You're walking through loss and grief and pain. And he's here for you this morning and he's holding your heart. He wants to draw near to you. So right now in Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, would you come and surround every heart with your grace, your goodness, your love and your joy. Fill every heart with your love and your goodness today. Come Holy Spirit and rest in this place. Let's just take a moment here in the presence of God and just let God speak to you, fill your heart, whatever he needs to do. Come Holy Spirit.
Jesus, today we give you our whole selves. We give you our hearts. Broken as they are, messed up as they are, damaged as they are, we give you our hearts today. Would you come into our hearts? Would you heal our hearts? And draw us closer to you in this day, in this season we ask. Holy Spirit, we feel your presence here. Earlier, somebody had a word that they felt like in prayer that this is what, this brings God's heart joy, what we're doing here today. I hope you just sense the joy of God, the pleasure of God over your heart today and over your life. Know that he loves you. He cares for you. He loves you. He cares for you. And just let wave after wave of his love overwhelm your heart today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. we just present our hearts to you today and say, have your way. In this Christmas season, would you fill our hearts, would you fill our lives with your joy and your goodness, we ask, and draw us close to you and let us be instruments of your joy everywhere that we go in this season. In your precious name, Lord, we pray. Amen. 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 So two things, two things. If you have one of those angels that was up here on stage, you do have to take them home. So they're waiting for you over in this corner. And then I want to invite you back here this next Sunday for Christmas Eve services at 9 and 11. We're going to have such a beautiful time uh, together and with candlelight Christmas Eve services. God bless you. If you need prayer for any reason, we want to pray for you. Just come on up front by these balloons and we'll pray for you. So if you need prayer for any reason, you need healing in your body or your heart or something that was said today just ministered to you and you need prayer this morning, we want to pray for you. So just come right down to the front and our ministry team will meet you and pray with you. God bless you. Merry Christmas. We'll see you back here uh, next Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. God bless you. Thanks for listening. To respond or receive prayer after the live stream closes, Please email prayer at vineyardboise.org and if possible, include your phone number. We'd love to get in touch with you. Thanks.